Hello, this is a No Self-Control Podcast. My name is Rodney Dixon. I am Ben Gibbs. What? <laughs> Alright, anyway, we're going to talk about the ego and how destructive it can and cannot be. But we're just talking about in general, about the um, ego. Alright, so to me, like, everyone has an ego. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And I feel like that's the problem. Like, everybody wants to be in control. But not everybody should be in control. Like, if you're not the right person for the job, you shouldn't be in control. That's just how it... Like, that's why I keep to my stories, to what I'm good at. You know, like, I do what I'm good at. You know, and I I stick to certain things. I don't try to pretend like I'm this all-knowing type of guy. You know, like, and I don't want people to think that. I want people to fact-check me. And to challenge me. Because I know I'm not the greatest at everything. And I think we all know that. Like, we secretly all know that. You know, we all have a, like some, something that we think we're great at. Or we think we are very great. But it's not just that. You get what I'm saying? Like, we can all, we can all coexist. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the same area. It's just that we have to know our boundaries. We have to create our boundaries. And I learned that through therapy. You know, like, we can all be narcissistic. We can all be egotistical fucking monsters. But, like, can we control ourselves and learn how to be together? I just, I don't know. As as a man, I, I, I find it very difficult I know as look I think that we live we live in a time where social activism is is the most important issue right now right right and I often feel like as a man you know I I don't I don't need to I I shouldn't speak out because you know you know my feelings and the struggles I've been going through have been you know the commonplace I mean this is a time when People whose voices have been silenced should get more, should get more attention. But as a man, I, I can't help but feel and see things from a male perspective. Yeah, and I think you feel the same way. I don't understand ego. I don't understand why we feel like we have to be on top. Like we have to be the best. I know how it feels. I instinctively know how it feels, but I, logically, I don't understand it. Well, I think nobody wants to be like the bottom dog. But and I I feel like I I do that all the time. Like I willingly take smaller roles and allow myself to be, you know, cannon fodder so other people can feel better. Like but sometimes I don't have a choice, you know, sometimes people just simply do better than me. Right. Like and I understand that I'm not always the best. You know, sometimes like I, I've learned that through sports. You know, like, through losing over and over again, through taking those losses, I've learned how to be able to be a team player. And a lot of people can't be a team player. They always have to be in the limelight. Otherwise, they can't do, they can't perform. They can't do, that's what's so good about me. I don't have to be the best. You know, I, I like, I don't have to do better than everybody else. I fit in. I'm not 
sitting here trying to do better than everybody else. If I don't perform better than everybody else, I don't have to. I will sit there and like talk shit, blah, 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 but I know I'm just competitive. But I don't have to be the best. You know what I'm saying? I can do both. You know, like I can be competitive and lose and still continue to perform. A lot of people can't handle that. Like losing, not being better than everyone. Right. Like that's why I say I'm empathic because like I've lost so much in my life that it doesn't matter if I lose again. I've lost so much. You know, like so when you just you've been decimated and you've been like pushed like that to that. Like I can't even get my fucking. College degree mailed to me, motherfucker. College of Coastal Georgia, you guys are assholes. Are we, are we calling them out on the podcast? Yes, I'm calling them out. Fuck the college. Give Coastal me Georgia. my fucking degree, motherfuckers. They never gonna get. It. Now they're definitely <laughs> not saying that shit to you. Like I love y'all. Give me my fucking shit on my degree. But for real, like. It's just like I I just I just think that, you know I think, you know, as writers we wanna be the best and like part of becoming great is like you have to have confidence and that that's part of the ego. You have to have confidence, but also you've gotta be willing you've gotta know that at the same time that like you're not the best. You have to Good. constantly be learning to be the best. That's why I love that movie. You I think you hate the movie Loki. But um no, you actually said you liked the movie. Which movie? Uh, a long time in Hollywood. A long time. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time. I think it's a great movie, bro. When he grabs Bruce Lee's leg, he slams it. I'm like, that's reality. <laughs> that's reality. Cause I'm like, this dude is really good at martial arts, but he's really fucking small. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, like. Yeah, that's that's what probably would <laughs> if the dude knows Martin Rogers shit, he's just like oh, fuck it. Just slam yeah, that's that's reality hitting you in the face. Right. Like a jacket. Like because I mean I mean Bruce Lee the part probably of, what happened. Part I mean the thing about Bruce Lee is there were better fighters than Bruce Lee in his time, but what makes Bruce Lee stand out is the fact that he Martin. was so small. It's fucking Martin. And yet he But I mean he Movies. but he but, he has good movies. I know, but the reason we love Bruce Lee is because I know, but he it's was marketing. so he he didn't look like a fighter. Exactly, but what? Why did it's marketing? The even the movies that he did is marketing. That's cold, isn't it? I can agree with that. Yeah, like it's it's like it's the same reason why Donald Trump won in two thousand sixteen. It's because how he was marked, like like how people saw him. Now yeah. they think he's a fucking god, bro. They really think this motherfucker. This I mean, I don't think, and I, I guess I'm saying this on the podcast. I guess we're steering into politics now that I'm saying this, but um, I don't think Trump is stupid. I think he's a genius. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. But he forgot. He forgot how powerful the media is. You're not going to outrun them. But I mean, it, I think he outran but, them enough to get elected in the first place. Yeah, but he didn't outrun them to get them the second time. I mean, I read a book. There, so there's a there's a book, everyone. 
by um, Scott Adams. Scott Adams is the guy who wrote the Dilbert comics, but he's also a trained persuasionist and hypnotist. And he said that Donald Trump is the most persuasive human being he's ever seen. He uses techniques like when he says things like build the wall, when he says that most politicians aren't going to say something like that. It sounds stupid when you say like something like build the wall, but it creates like a visual image in the listener's head and it sounds ridiculous. And because it sounds ridiculous, news, cable news cycles are going to talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. That gives that gives him more attention than other candidates. Yeah, he's essentially using strategies that no other political candidate is using. Okay, I mean he's smart. He's not an idiot. Well, of course not. I mean he's obviously fucking. I mean now he's evil. Kind of, he's evil, but genius. Like it's the same thing with Kanye. He's kind of evil too. Like like when you really bu- like build it up, like it's just the the way I don't want to go. You get what I'm saying? Like right. like. My empathy will just disallows me from going in certain areas and, and I, doing certain things. And I think the only reason Trump lost this election, I think, is because of, you know, stuff that had nothing to do with him, like the coronavirus. I don't like Trump. I'm, I'm anti-Trump. But I think that he that lost because of to do with him. It, coronavirus. It, because and, think about 9-11, okay? George Bush could have stopped 9-11. That's true. That's true. So, like, if we're going to be completely honest, even playing field, George Bush was a way better president than Donald Trump. He ruined the economy in sort of ways that it's just fucking amazing. (laughs) Like, like, think about, like, he gave up. He's the Falcons. He's the fucking Falcons. He's a fucking loser. He's a, like, if, if you have any sorts of winning inside of you, a one-term president, not only is he a one-term president, but now he also gave up a 21 lead. It's like the same fucking thing. He's a fucking laughing stock. It's like George Bush at least got a second term. He, right. he It's like losing against Al Gore. But worse, because Al Gore at least didn't have fucking whatever the fuck Joe Biden has. Right. Like, Joe Biden is slow. Well, at least Al Gore was, like, good competition. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean Al Gore, would have been, I think, I thought would have been a great president. He was a really great president. I mean, Joe Biden is just a fucking laughingstock. It's just, you lost against the lame duck. Like, you lost against that man. And, <laughs> and you know what? Progressives, we, we have to come together. Because that's the only way we're going to beat the the neoliberals. Because the neoliberals don't give a shit. They, they, they're they going red. They're literally, might as well be red. That's, that's the thing about it. That Like, if you voted, if you really wanted Bernie to win, then you have to come back with invention. But strategically... Strategically, have to come back with a bit because these fucking liberal neo talk, talk, talk neoliberals don't give a shit if they lose. They really don't care. The neo the problem with, the problem with this, we as progressives, we care if we lose. We want to win. The the fucking dumbass neoliberals, they don't care. They will allow the fucking Republicans to win. That's what you guys don't understand. 
The fucking neoliberals definitely care more. Define neoliberal. I'm talking about the people that are basically conservatives. Right. Like Nancy Pelosi. They they don't care if they lose. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, they don't care. Like Hillary Clinton, obviously, no way if I'm Hillary Clinton am I not running in the um, steel belt. And no way am I not you running. Rust belt? Rust belt, yeah, yeah. I'm not running. I'm running everywhere. I'm running around the entire fucking nation. I don't care what I have to do to win. You know what I'm saying? So, like, these, they're old. They don't understand. They need to, like, yeah. You know how many, almost half of America voted. Yeah, well, especially in the state we live in. I mean, a record number of minorities voted this year. And that's why and that's why we're a blue state in the general election. I love it. I fucking love it. That's great. Say that again. Say that again. So many minority voters voted in this election in Georgia that we are now a blue state in the general election. We voted. We helped Joe Biden get elected. Exactly. In fact, I think we're the only blue state in the South. Yeah, we are. And we're the we're we're the king of the southern states. We're the king. Yeah, Georgia's the number one southern state. They have the only big city in. You can say Nashville or whatever the fuck you want to say. They don't make as much money as anyone. No. None of these Republican states have as much money as the liberal states. And that shows you where Atlanta's going in the next ten years. Exactly, it's going to be completely liberal. It's already like you see gay people all over this bit. It's already considered to be, and I'm glad that is going rainbow. Fuck it, like LGBT, Q plus, minus whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. As much as like, I like, I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to be gay, go ahead. That that don't bother me. You know, like I think that we need to. Push past a lot of shit. Like, we're different. We're different colors, shades, and all this other bullshit. But guess what? We're all fucking American. Whether you're Puerto Rican or the third. And that's how we have to deal with it. Like, we're all different, but like we hold that we're all Americans. We're in this together. Yeah. Like, we're, we're dying together. Regardless, it's going down with the ship. I just think, I just, I don't know. We're, we're going to have to, I, I hope that the South can move past its racial history. And I think Atlanta becoming a, a super, a super city, you know, in leagues with like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. Yeah. Is part of that process. Yeah. 100%. Um, I think that we need to become, like, we need a balance. Of course, we need to keep our military up. Everybody needs to be able to have guns. I believe in gun rights. Second Amendment rights is a must. Is a must. We need to be able to stand up to our military or police, whatever one. Like if if you think that we should not be able to stand up against our government, you're wrong. Right. Like regardless, freedom of speech is a must for both sides. Like we need to hear the bullshit that they gotta say. <laughs> As it, like because if we can't hear, like, we need to be able to actually hear what the other opposition is saying, even if it's some heinous shit. 
Because if we can't, like, like you're not able to actually even hear them. Censorship is completely arbitrary. It should be, like, no censorship. We need to know what they're saying. What, what people in this country think. Exactly. Because we don't, like, you're not hearing them at all. You're not even able to understand, even if it's bullshit. Which is a lot of what people say is bullshit. But if you can't hear them at all, it's just fucking stupid. I mean, I'm just glad we're getting to the point where we're, we're actually talking about and I'm proud that you now I've grown up in a, I'm growing up in a generation that's going through I mean in my opinion what is the next civil rights movement the yeah. second civil rights movement yeah, it's coming close and and you know back then we were talking about back in the 60s I mean I wasn't alive but from what I've read the big thing was voting rights for African Americans was the the big thing now it's the police and I think people are starting to realize that the police I watched a video today by, shout out to Knowing Better, the YouTube channel, that did a video on um, police militarization, but he said something in that video that I thought was really compelling, and I didn't, I never really thought about it until he said it, but he said something, he said, if you really think about it, there's really only two crimes that, pe- that everybody really agrees on. Yeah. Think, there's murder and theft. Every other crime, quote-unquote crime, is up for debate. If you really think about it. And he was talking about how in the 90s... That's true. In the 90s, supposedly, crime skyrocketed and they put more police in neighborhoods. They put more police in neighborhoods in the 90s. And he asked this question. He was like, did crime actually go up in the 90s? Or did what we call crime... Get expanded. That's exactly what happened. That's that, the war on crime. Yep. It's an unendable it. war. That it's the same thing as war on terror or the war on that. That it's all the fucking same. Like when you continue to conflate the argument, you you everything becomes arbitrary, right? It becomes like everything can be conflated to this is drug. This is drug. Like think about weed. You know what I'm saying? They made that. Hey, everybody was smoking weed. You know, everyone. So, like, you conflate the argument. You're able to put weed as a number one drug. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, like, it doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. Like, so, like, when we talk about this entire discussion, right? it's, It's like you make these... Big ass fucking war, right? On drugs, on crime, on and the people. I mean, I mean, when they declared a war on drugs, well, mainly, well, mainly in the night. I know marijuana's been legal, been illegal for a century, but um, when they declared a war on drugs in the sixties and seventies, so you got to think, people who were using drugs were just normal people, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you turn them into criminals, and if you think about it, yeah. If you apply that to prohibition, so people were using alcohol in 1919. The next year, it's illegal. And people are like, but I've been using alcohol for forever. Now I'm a criminal. That forces people into crime. You're creating poverty. Not only are you creating poverty, you're creating organized crime. The reason organized crime exists is because of the federal government. Exactly. Think about the root of crime. 
Like where that all comes from? Uh, that comes from making things illegal. It's true. Like, why do you think Oregon just made everything legal? Because that's criminals. Yeah, because, like, not only that, the federal, I mean, the House is going to legal, trying to legalize everything. Marijuana across the board. Yeah. Like, that's. As they should. Exactly. So if Donald Trump doesn't pass this, we know he's a, he's a complete populist. He's a complete what? Not not a not a populist. That authoritarian. One second, I got to use the bathroom. Continue talking. Can we pause it? Oh, yeah, you can pause it. Nah, I can't pause it. I'll keep on talking. Right, it's just, you know, I think I think we're getting to the point in the United States. I mean, so much of our history and so much of the mythos surrounding the United States has to do with class, race. I mean, especially those two. Those are the two major ones. I mean, this is the land of inequality and the land of discrimination. And I think we're getting to a point... We're getting to the point where I think we're creating... There's almost an existential crisis going on in in the United States. And I think there was one going on in the 60s as well. Is that we believe that we're the greatest country on Earth, but at the same time, we have some of the biggest problems facing any country that's ever existed. And part of the reason we have those... We are facing that problem is because we have the mythos that we're the greatest country on Earth. And I think that... How can you be the greatest country on earth when you face the problems that we face? I mean, really. And, you know, the people that are the most nationalistic, you know, I grew up in the deep south. I grew up in the deep, deep south. And it's very nationalistic. It's very American. It's very, and when I say American, I mean it's very American flag, you know, uh, country first, God bless America, eagles everywhere. And... I hate that what those really are and what they've really become and what as I've gotten older what I've realized they really are are dog whistles. Yeah. For racism and classism and theocracy. They're I mean the symbol of our country is a dog whistle. Yeah, that's hard, like, that's heartbreaking. That's why I wear the American flag now because I want to rip it out of the hand of racism. Like, right. I, I wear, like, I, I'm okay with wearing red. I'm okay with wearing the red, white, and blue. And I'm wearing, I'm taking it back. I think that's what we have to do. As Americans, we have to start wearing the red, white, and blue. We have to wear the star of the day. Because that's the only way we can take it back. If we have to add more stars on there, Puerto Rico definitely being number one. Right. Like, we need to add them... Cause like what they what what happened to them is fucking awful, and we have not added them to our states. What, what does that mean? That means that we need to have several more. If we added a Hawaii a long time ago to have fifty during World War Two, I think we can add Puerto Rico now. Like we have to do it. I mean, like we have to add probably a few more states. 
Yeah, as we should. Yeah, like, I mean, not only that, but we need to... Socialism, I mean, if we add a little bit more socialism, uh, it's not really a bad thing. It's a good thing. No, I I mean, you know, actually, I remember this the other day, Donald Trump was actually in favor of a single-payer healthcare system. Exactly. In the was. 90s. Well, no, he not when he ran. In 2016, he ran on socialism. That's the thing about it. He ran on a lot of a Bernie Sanders fucking um, policies. He just didn't never implement any of them. Right. Like, like, people forgot. I didn't forget. Like, he literally ran on this shit. Like, Donald Trump was talking about, like, a bunch of bullshit. That he never fucking implemented, but it's like, oh, he's just another um politician. No, he isn't. He's worse because he took all of what every other politician did, and he multiplied that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like he didn't give a shit about anything, and then like all he had to do was. Dive into his base at the end. That's what he did. He but, he, he took a populist route and then he took I a mean, far right. I mean, I I think that Donald Trump is one of those figures that I I just think that historians are going to puzzle over because I mean I, I mean, and right now we don't know what his intentions are. Obviously, I don't think Trump. Make money. I don't think follow Trump, money. That's it. I guess you're right. I That's mean, it. All you have to do is follow the fucking money. Like he's very predictable. He 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 took a hard he took a hard capitalist turn. That's the only thing he did. I mean, I think you're right. I don't think he believes half the shit he says. No, he doesn't. He he obviously doesn't. He 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 literally. What did he do when he first created his cabinet? He put a bunch of bankers in the shit. And part much of his family. Exactly. Like bro is about his money. That's it. Like it's as simple as that. Like, we, we could just, like, sit here and be like, oh, I don't know how he ever, and he's about his money. And the reason why he didn't um tell the world that Americans have COVID is because it would affect the money. It's very fucking simple. It's not like you don't have to use fucking physics to figure this shit out. It's just logical. Even though it didn't just, fucking matter at the end of the I mean, fact, it, I mean, obviously he's morally bankrupt. If he's, yeah. If he's going to appeal to the absolute worst of this country. Of course, that's what that's what he's been doing. I don't want to know why. Keep that for yourself. But, I, like... I just... I don't know. No, it's fucking obvious. I just... I don't. I, I don't know. I, I. I. have a hard time. I guess it's because I grew up. You know, for I. I went to Catholic school growing up. I went to Christian. Well, I guess just Christian school, all until I graduated high school. And when you when you go to Christian school, I mean, you're taught a very specific narrative about about the world and the country you live in. Yeah. And then to grow up and learn that it's all a bunch of bullshit, bullshit. is. I mean, it's it's almost. It's almost irreconcilable. I mean, yeah. How do you... You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I understand. I, like, I understand. I, and, and, and you're, you know, you as an African-American, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure you, you grow up knowing that, you know, the country you live in is, you know. Well, you, I mean, I feel like black people are just as brainwashed. Because, so. like, I told you, I was in the barbershop and they're talking about, like, Donald Trump is right and we should. It's like, no, he's a fucking not. He's, uh-huh. like, I can't even, like, it, I'm putting my fucking job on and just talking about this because it's like no he's a piece of shit and you fucking know it it's like he's for the people he, he no he's he's not for the people at all I mean what percentage of African Americans are Trump supporters though it's like that cut my hair <laughs> damn I mean, but, you know, it's like, I saw a lot of black people, you know, stand up for Donald Trump. That shit is disgusting to me. Coons. Like, to me, like, there's no part of me that thinks that Donald Trump is on the right side of history. No, he's on the wrong side of history. Like, as much as, I, I feel like, to be honest, I would be talking in my favor if I was talking about Trump. You know, like, at least for now. Make sure that. Until he gets out of office. Until he gets off out of office, you know, it's just... We're all putting our lives... Our lives in kind of, like, peril. Talking about this. Because he's a fucking authoritarian. He's a fascist. He's a fascist. If you talk... If you, if you speak ill of him, I mean, you know... Yeah, this is some fucking Nazism. Like, that's the problem with dealing with Trump. Like, think about all the people. Like, I've never seen someone have so many people that are, should be prisoners and go to jail forever. In their fucking cabinet. Let's just talk about that. About how many, like... I mean, I don't even think that's the most shocking. I, I think what's most shocking is... Talk about all the people that are literally... Dude, what is it? The FBI um, director that... James Comey? James Comey is I mean, doing time. And he had to give him a pardon. I mean, but how But including James Comey, think about how many people have just come out against him in his own cabinet. How many people have been fired? It's a, it's a mess. It's never been this way. It's never been this way in fucking history. And and how can I don't get how his base can see how many people can how many people have to come out against Trump before his base is like maybe this guy is not good news. It's it's never enough. It's never enough. Like you could literally like this is worse than fucking. This is an abusive relationship. Yeah, this is abusive fucking relationship. It's worse than Reagan, worse than Nixon, all wrapped in the fucking book. Like you could you. Like this, he's disgusting. He's just like they literally had to grab him by the pussy, and they didn't care. They literally turned that into a fucking joke. Right. Like you're supposed to be Christians. You're not fucking Christian. Now that I don't understand. Like how is this evangelical vote wrapped into this fucking shit? Well, I think he is the turning tide. Turning. I think Trump is the turning tide from making Christianity. The value. I mean, Christianity, I, I think, is, you know, you know, just what it's become. 
is disgusting. Evangelicals used to be evangelicals used to be value voters. Now they're the they're the group most likely to say that values don't matter in a candidate. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean they were trying to say Obama wasn't a Christian. I mean, Christianity in America is basically definitely dead. It's gone. Who who was more of a Christian, Obama or fucking Donald Trump? Obama. Exactly. And I don't even think Obama's Christian. I don't. I don't care. I don't care but either, either way. It's like I. I think Obama's Christian. Like mostly because black people allow Christianity to poison them. I think Obama's. That's an a deeper conversation. I think he's an atheist. But that's just my opinion. Why? I, just from hearing him talk, I think he's an atheist. I don't think he's. I th- I think he's on my side. I think he's a progressive. So about in politics or spiritual? Everything. I think he's a Bernie. Like I think he wished Bernie Sanders won. I think he's a progressive. He he literally just came out and said he wants AOC to have a bigger voice. Why would he say that? He has no fucking. There's no reason for him to come out and say he wants OLC but to have a bigger vote. That's a good point. Like, whoa. Why would I if if I'm the um lead Democrat, right? Why mm-hmm. the fuck would I come out for ALC? Or Bernie. He waited till the last fucking minute to come out for um for Biden. For Biden. He came out immediately for Bernie Sanders. He's a progressive. And I think that's going to come out more and more. Because guess who was trying to um, do the healthcare act? Obama. Yeah, that's true. I think Obamacare... He smokes weed. I know he's smoking. He, I know Obama's getting big. <laughs> I know the man, that man smokes blunts. <laughs> that's the only... <laughs> last day. Yeah. He's just getting baked. You know, there's, like, film of him getting high as shit in, in college. Yeah, I've seen that. There's photos of him he getting high. He and Phil actually came with an entire, like, skit about him smoking weed. Why do you think that? Because he was getting baked, bro. Ask why. Hold up. There was a really pretty girl in this video. Sorry. This is a good song. What is this? Little Dark Age by MGMT. Uh, MGMT is so underrated. I like some of their shit. Their first album was great. Well, the first two albums were really great. And then I think they went, they went like, to me, they like they went way too experimental. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, that's why. All right, let's go to artists. All right, who do you think is the greatest artist of all time? Of all time? Of all time. Well, shit. Of all time. Who is the greatest? That's a good question. Who do I think is actually the greatest artist of all time? Probably well, John Lennon. Well, probably John Lennon. Okay, let, 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 let me ask you this. Let me ask probably you. Probably John Lennon. Let me ask this. Because I, I think best and greatest are different. To me, best is a personal opinion. I think greatest is like, who do you think is the most influential? Who do you think well, is the most important? Right now, the best artist, I will still say is Drake. 
Of all time? Of all time. Against everybody else. Yeah. Like, in this age, in this era, it's true. If we're going best, I have like, to go. Wait, wait, I gotta play this shit. I'm if, glad that this can probably not even pull this up. If if we're going best, I mean, I have to go with the Beatles. You like could, that, you, that's, well, you, that's the entire group. That's not fair. How's that not, how's that not fair? That's an artist. That's one person. One single human being? John, okay. Then I'd, I'd have to go with probably... I mean, I could, Bob Dylan? No, I don't know. Exactly. The uh, entire group is not the same, bro. The Beatles are an anomaly. But I mean, like, you could argue Michael Jackson. I mean, think how influent Michael Jackson created a genre. Exactly, but single like, handedly, you get you get this Paul McCartney and John Lennon together. Plus, like, they're basically the Lakers. Like, they're of yeah, music. They're the Lakers of music. So, like, you putting them against like it's like Michael Jackson is Michael Jordan, and they're the Lakers. It's basically the same. Like, so Michael Jackson is pretty much Michael I w- Jordan. I wouldn't say Michael Jackson is Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Because Michael Jackson... MJ, I, MJ. I think he had three great albums, and then... No, I think he had three... Yeah, he had three great albums, and then he fell off. But... I mean, I mean, but but his influence has become Michael Jackson so, was a one... Like, it's, it's the same thing as MJ. It's Michael Jordan. I think my but Michael's influence has has outgrown him. I mean, it's outgrown the person. I mean, Michael Jackson was a pedophile, and I mean, that's well, not that doesn't even come close to tarnishing his image because he's know. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was a pedophile. I'm not sure. Okay, what well, we're gonna cut into this, but I, yeah, the, I, yeah, pretty much. I can but, I I can prove you he's a pedophile. I, I, that's fine. I mean. If you want to go there, that's okay. But, like, I'm not going there. To... I'm not going there. To... I'm not. I mean, like, yeah, like, Michael Jackson. But, like, I'm pretty sure if I wanted to pull something up on John, John Lennon, like, I could. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Michael Jackson. You know, on Paul McCartney. I mean, like, on, the, on all these people. Like, yeah. You could probably pull something up on. But, I mean, Michael Jackson is pretty bad. Is what? Michael Jackson is pretty bad. The, the fucking... Like, in ter- like, like, how, like how great he was? Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah. I just get so much evidence on him. It's just like... I'm not gonna even argue, Michael Jackson. I mean, I mean, but but Michael Jackson's. I mean, but we're getting away from the point. Michael Jackson's influence is still. Yeah. I mean, he invented. That's, that's a what genre. I was more so talking about, not the extra bullshit because that's undebatable. <laughs> I mean, but how many? I mean, but really, how many people can you think of that invented a genre? Think about it. I think Drake is building a drama. I think Drake is. I think he's. I think he's. Drake is destroying boundaries and of what genre is. I think he's destroying those boundaries. Yeah. Because musical boundaries are so thin. 
Yeah, know? they are. They're thin. It's not like movies. It's, you know... No, it's, it's just... It's just a weird fucking thing. Like, I feel like anytime you're, like, thinking about the boundaries, they're, like, thinking too short. Like, you need to be pushing those boundaries every day. Well, I mean, in film, you can't really do that. Yes, I you mean, can. I mean, you can, yes, but... You can. So but but That's the ge- problem. But genre, genre and movies and music are completely different. Like, we're talking about two completely different things. That's why I write books. You might want to skip this. This is an hour-long ad. <coughs> Fucking adpocalypse. 52-minute ad? That's fucking crazy. Fuck you, YouTube. Just kidding. If I work for YouTube one day, I'll be very happy. Thank you. Yeah. Hello, M.A. But, um... Yeah, if I had to pick who I think is the most important artist of all time, that's a really good question. Who I think is the most influential artist to ever play music? Michael Jackson. Yep, that's it. He literally owned... See, he the thing about Michael Jackson is he literally owned the Beatles catalog. Right. Now, so, Mike, now Paul McCartney will tell you he stole it. No, he didn't steal it. That's he Paul bought McCart- it. Yo, he bought it. He bought that shit. Not only did he buy that shit, like, that's why I don't believe in a lot of this bullshit about who Michael Jackson is. Because it's like, this is the perfect person for you to try to, like, sabotage your career. Like, would you not, like... Bro, I, I really disagree with that. Alright, man. I mean, I, I'm not trying to, like... I'm not going to try to, like... Put up with his bullshit because I don't know what the fuck this nigga was on. But I will say, probably the greatest artist of all time. I mean, I, 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 I could agree with that. Agree with that. But there is, and I'm, 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 I'm talking about Michael Jackson's stuff right now. Like, there is so much evidence. That Michael Jackson touched little boys is not even funny. This is not funny. I mean, if we started looking, it's really not funny. If we started pulling up all this stuff, if I could, if the I, FBI would be pulling up on it. Like, 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 there's, I mean, but like, you know, I just, I'm, I'm a big believer against in like, in I'm a good believer in evidence, and I, and if you look at, the, and I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, and so is my mother. And even, I don't even be trying to listen to um, his catalog anymore because of this shit. I mean, and his music should still be celebrated. I'm not sure and, about that, but um, yeah, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure about a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't listen to Michael Jackson anymore. But at the same time, like, I guess you're right. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I really don't fucking know. Like, because this shit is fucking crazy. Like, the fact that Michael Jackson has done what he's done. Like, I'm not sure if we should be celebrating men at all. 
I mean, I, I, I still think that we should celebrate. You can celebrate the work without celebrating the person. I hope so. You know what I mean? Also, like, if we're paying these bills, we're kind of fucking up. But at the same time, it's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, John Lennon was a fucking, you know. He was a pedophile, too. I, I never heard that, but I heard that he, he, he definitely okay. abused, he abused his How wife. old was his, his wife was a little girl. Like, 18. He was, oh. like, 40. Or some shit. Wait, what? Look it up. Tell Yoko Ono? Yeah. Like, bro. Like, he... Like, bro. Like, you don't realize, like... Motherfuckers used to be dating young-ass girls all the time. They used to be normal. Like, I keep on telling you... Like... Most of these people that you look up to... They were looking... Crazy. They were looking crazy. Well, well, John Lennon was was younger than Yoko Ono by seven years. Really? She was born nineteen thirty three. He was born nineteen forty. I never knew that. That's right. Seven years older. I never knew that. that. Why does that like trip me out? Why? Why does that blow my mind? Blows my mind too. Shit. Alright. I did not know that. Damn. Sean. Uh, Sean Lennon, who's jo- who's Yoko Ono and John Lennon's son. Uh, he's forty-five. I mean, Yoko Ono didn't break up the Beatles, so that's a that's a myth. Yeah, yeah, I already know that one. That's a fucking myth. Oh, he's big. Yeah, he's pretty good. He had a he had a song that blew up. I don't know what it's called. He's pretty good. Have you seen the thing where they talk about the problem with white rappers? How a lot of them don't respect the culture? And there's like very few white rappers that are actually like accepted by hip hop culture. I'm surprised. I mean, the biggest ones obviously was Eminem and then um, uh, Mac Miller. Oh. They're the biggest ones that were accepted by the culture. Um, Also, the guy who isn't um, Killer Mike in Run the Jewels. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember. Shows you, how, shows you how much we remember him. Or how, 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 um, Killer Mike is like the... Killer Mike to Run the Jewels is what Andre 3000 was to Outcast. Yeah. He's like the star of the show. Pretty much. They're pretty much it's like the same fucking thing. 
half of the Mongol mythical team who were these treacherous things. Where's Amine from? Detroit. Really? Yeah. He's from Michigan. Um, so he was born in Portland. Eminem? No, I said Amine. This oh, dude. Oh. Amine. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Detroit. How do you not know that? I don't know that. He's from Portland, Oregon. Makes sense. Oh, he's he uh he's um homaging ODB old dirty bastard. Ooh, baby, I like you raw. Ooh, baby, I like you raw. Ooh, baby, I like you raw. Man's got a drip. Yeah, Portland, Oregon. Right there. Hmm? Right there. Man's from what man's West Coast. He's from the West Coast. But um this is the No Self Control Podcast. This has been a great conversation. This has been a great conversation. We couldn't stay on topic very long, but we got some good shit in. Yeah. And we're gonna get another one. Oh, it's so hard to write, Charlie. But, um, let's talk about this later. Alright, man. Peace, y'all. Peace. Peace.